Hey everyone. So one of the things um, that is clear when you go into this medicine is that you have to expose all of you, right? So if all of you, I mean, you don't know how much of you has been hidden, right? How much you've refused, how much you've accepted, how much whatever. So when you go in, you have to be willing to expose all of it. Like there's no like, oh, half the burial ground is done and the other is left, right? And so you won't know how long it takes. Okay, so the steps are you have to, when you go in, she has to get past your ego, right? Because you you have many, 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 many layers to whatever it is that you're hiding. Because and and the more scary it is, the more layers you have. So and the more te- terrorizing, the more layers you have, right? So you know that's why I say we're built like these nuclear submarines when it's really bad because we can't let anything in. We can't let anyone know what happened first of all because certainly you know there's exposure on so many fronts especially if there's a parent like oh my god I'm gonna expose my parent I don't get parents I expose my parents I don't eat right I die right if I expose the pimp you know he kills me or um he kills me therefore I can't eat you know my parents don't eat it's a whole there's 10,000 reasons why you have to keep whatever it is that you have inside of you shut down and this is just mine but everybody has their stuff there was a guy whose father tried to, you know, put a pillow over his head when he was like three months. I mean, you know, so you, you just don't, you don't know what's going on, right? So, so, so how it happens is that when you, so all of this, this exposure, whatever it is that happened to you, they hit you, is terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying, which is why it's so deeply buried, why you've built all this structure around you, et cetera, et cetera. And why, you know, you're a, yeah, a cover-up, right? So that cover-up is not going to give up its cover, you know, that easily. It's going to, you know, you're going to battle with the medicine to let her in. Or you might not. You might go, yeah, come in, no problem. But usually with a lot of trauma, that means the medicine really has to bore herself through you, right? And so sometimes, you know, people say, well, nothing happened, blah, blah, blah. It's because, um, yeah, she's she's trying to get through you. You're built like a battle axe. You're built like a huge sub, right? Anyway, so the med the, the medicine reveals this stuff slowly, right? And when you come up to these resistances, when you come up to the refusal of what happened, um, you know you feel horrifically sick. You want to die. You feel worse, and you want death, right? Um, and so you know, you're going to fight not to give that up. And that's why you feel sick. It's because you don't want to give it up. Um, and she will tantalize you with all sorts of things. You know, once she had me up in this huge office building and I was really powerful and it was like, but I couldn't have that power. And I was so sick because I didn't realize at the time, but to have power, and it doesn't matter however that shows up, but to have power meant that I would have to expose them, right? If I was to live, they would die. In other words, for me to expose them, I would get myself back, but then they, you know, would be exposed and they would kind of disappear, right? So in my little girl's brain and in my soul, it was like, I can never have power because if I have power, I have to reveal this truth. And if I reveal this truth, they die. I don't get parents. I have to expose them. I cannot expose them. 
right? I felt bad for them, that whatever, right? And then if I expose them, well, then I have to expose the actual, you know, horrific pedophile, etc. right? So everything is created to refuse, right? Everything you've built, if, it's, if there's trauma, is to refuse it. And of course, it all has underlying, you know, wiring, like, yay, you know, the medicine was saying, listen, you can have all the power you want, but you can't have that power until you expose these people. Yeah, but if I expose these people and I expose, then I don't eat, I don't live, etc. right? Because when you're going in there, you're going in to rescue your child. You're not rescuing you now, but that child is the very engine room of your whole being, right? It's not now, it's that. That's That whole episodic continent is running the show. You may have built 10,000 people above it and you'd be, you may be running the most incredible eyelash business and you're driving around in your Ferrari, etc. blah, blah, blah. That big cover-up is a cover-up, right? Even though it looks really good, it sounds great, it's got all the trappings of success or happiness or whatever you want to call it, it's being driven by this sort of underlying terror. And what's interesting, I, even, I just saw the show with Neil Diamond's show and his whole, he, he literally, he was like, like one of the biggest superstars. He had all the money, he had all the women, he had all the wives, you know, this massive life. And then at the end, he was back at square one, which was, you know, his parents had survived the Holocaust and he, he'd had to deal with all the drama of their Holocaust stuff, which is what drove him. And he was alone in his bedroom, you know, scared all the time. And what, you know, propelled him was not the music, it was the distraction from all the horror he was living at home, all the ter- all the sadness, all the stuff that was being piled on him. And at the end, despite he traveled all over the world and made all this music, he was back to square one. He was back to this, you know, what really, I, I'm still depressed about this thing, right? So you can do the whole odyssey in the hope that the odyssey will change the circumstances, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter what it is right? You could be, you know, have your own private jet, all the women, everything. At the end of the day, you're still having to come back to basically heal the original wound, right? No matter what you do, it doesn't really cover up. So, so in the medicine, as it's going through you, it's dissolving you. Imagine yourself like a big chunk of ice, right? But it's a slow crack, and even though you face those resistances and you see those events, you are not, it's, you're not done yet, right? Because I've seen that slowly but surely I'm getting, first of all, you have to believe it, your whole system is, it's like at this really slow cog, it's like, grr, 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 grr. I even saw it in a medicine, it's like this slow cog opening up this underground tunnel, right, of all this stuff, underground world of all this horror. So it's not, you're not fully whole, because it takes a while for your system to just absorb the information. You think, oh great, I came up to the resistance, I felt like death, I finally surrendered, I puked the energy of the resistance, which is what you're doing, and then there I am in a 3D reality, you know, and this shit's happening. My father's selling me, or I'm, you know, I'm in this horrible place or whatever, right? So that's just the beginning. The reliving is your system saying, okay, 
we've got this thing in our system. Now the rest of you has to catch up. So with the seeing, well, then comes all the rage or whatever is behind it, all that emotion, all, and your body's like literally reorganizing itself now because this thing has been seen, it's been exposed, and now it's like a slow collapse, right? It doesn't come just because you see it in the medicine. It's not how it works. Like you may see something or experience something, then you go back and then you get more downloads. I was getting more and more downloads when I returned back to New York. Then I, you know, you're still resisting really seeing it. Your whole system is resisting it because it was built by it, right? So then you have to, you know, then other stuff will come up. The rage. I mean, it takes a while for all of this to collapse. It's not going to collapse on that first hit in the ceremony right? Even though, and it may take a while to even get to that resistance, right? Because your whole being is, I was completely built out of a cover-up, right? So my cover-up wasn't going to collapse in one go. It's a slow dissolve, dissolve. And as you're dissolving, your body is literally being reorganized, rearranged, restructured. Because then you have to feel all the feelings you kept behind hiding that thing, right? And then you're going to feel, you know, your child being disenchanted. I mean, it's just a whole, it's a body is not just going to go, oh, yeah, that's fine. No, it's going to go, oh, and then, oh, and then collapse and then collapse. And this is why it took me about five years just to get through that, accepting what they did, you know, acknowledging what they did. I mean, it was only in the you know, third ceremony, kind of five years in, that I, I, I was resisting believing that my mother could have been... I was just like, okay, I saw him. I've spent all this time dealing with him and him selling me and his cowardice and his shit. But now, fuck, I cannot... Your, your system, because it's been in that form for so long, is going to resist its death, right? So, you know, you're just like, okay... You're collapsing this whole chunk of this, the building, right? And that whole chunk is like slow dissolve, like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, right? And then, but you're still holding on because your little person, your little child is going, it can't have been her too. She couldn't possibly, she can't, you know. And then boom, right? First ceremony in, there's my mum with my dad in the car, boom, right? So it's not just that you go into a ceremony and then you've, you know, you meet your fucking 100-foot wave resistance and then you, you know, surrender to it because you're so sick and you feel like death and like, right? No. When you come out, I mean, you're joyous because like, oh, great, I got it out. But that's just the beginning of the collapse. It's the top of the mountain. Then the rest of the mountain has to go down. And the rest of the mountain goes down as you continue to accept it. It's very difficult to let go of parents. It's very difficult to say I'm done it's a huge you're not getting rid of one you're getting rid of two right I mean just you know double up for the money right so tons of patience for this because it's not just oh again no you have to go in and you have to first of all even get to that seeing which is already fucking insane that's difficult enough to get like oh fuck right and relive it but then when you leave you then have you know the whole thing is collapsing your whole body is trying to integrate this it's like being you know it's like somebody just just shot like a nuclear bomb into your system like it takes a while to then re 
calibrate and reorganize after it's hit, right? And as it's hit, more and more stuff is going to come out. So that's why it's not just like, oh, again, I'm going to have a ceremony. It's, you know, if there's big damage, it's big healing, right? It's slow collapse, collapse until your whole body is accepting that this thing happened. Your body does not want to accept it, even though it's relived it, it's puked it. You know, more downloads are going to come, more information is coming, more information, more information. And then there might be more, right? Which is like, please, no, no. You know, five years and it's like, and then they came to get you before you were born. It's like, what the fuck? More shit? Right? It's like that first set of five waves, now you're into the next set. What the fuck? Right. So then the second half, whatever that is, although there's more, there might be more, there might be more. You don't know how deep that blockage is, how big that refusal is, how massive those walls are. But it doesn't happen on arrival, right? It's a slow disappearing act of you, of all of you. <laughs> because then once you see the information, well, what are you doing? You're like, oh, I need to fix this. Yeah, or you're getting the geezer that's coming up behind the first wall, which is all the anger and the rage, all the emotions connected to that blockage, whatever they are, and that takes its you know time to right, because you know especially if you built this whole other story, but my story was massive. I had built the whole fucking Roman Empire on top of this shit, so I had to deal with the collapse of my Roman fucking empire to fully acknowledge that this is who they were because I'd built them up into whatever, right? So just negotiating their downfall is pretty huge. Even the last time I was like, oh, fuck, I'm still... And the medicine's like, no, you go back and you, you have to forgive now, you're done. Get to the second piece, Lopez. Like, don't hang around for the... It was done with the first piece, right? You, we, we've got to get you back to your original state. So let's just, you know, go back to Spain, you know, forgive her and let's move on and that was amazing because going back I was you know was that that relationship no longer worked it no longer worked and she was now a separate person to me because I spent five years <laughs> dealing with the shit and seeing everything and all the rage etc right so not to misunderstand or misguide anyone this is why it's a slow process it's not just that you go in and you relive the experience it, if, there's, if, if it was one thing, it happened many times, right? People don't change. So if the person's hitting you the first day, like the first day, well, you know, believe them when they show up, right? They're going to hit you the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth day, right? So if a parent's beating the shit out of you when you're three, they're beating the shit out of you when you're four. You're so you have all of those events, right, are inside of you. You're not going to see all of them. You're going to see most probably a few of them to give you a clear understanding of what your relationship was like and to heal, right, the wounds there. So even though you've seen the parent beat the fuck out of you and they've had to make, you've had to make it right, like, oh, they were, of course they were meant to do this because, you know, well, you've, you've had to make it right as a child. You can't make them wrong. Oh, they sexually abused. Oh, there must be something wrong with me. I'm the one, right? This is very tricky stuff, right? I'm the one that deserved it. I'm the one that did the thing wrong. But you're fucking three, like, you know, hello, right? You, no three-year-old is doing anything wrong. The three-year-old is just a little munchkin, right? So you've negotiated yourself out of the picture and you've put them in control. 
and you've refused yourself to allow what they're doing to you. Yeah, they're allowed to beat the shit out of me or abuse me because it's God's will or some crap like that, right? Or, I mean, you know, it's okay for you to be sexually abused. You're weak if you don't accept it. That's what I was told. You're weak. But I was just sent out to be sexually... Yeah, but you're weak, right? So now, oh, it's okay to be for me to be sexually abused. I'm wrong because I'm weak because I'm crying. That's how this shit works. It's like gaslighting, right? So by the time you get to the ceremonies and you're seeing this stuff, now you've built all this resistance to accepting the truth. You've made yourself wrong, right? You've made yourself wrong. And so now in these resistance, you're taking back your power. You're collapsing the power that you gave them. You're collapsing their authority. And now there's a huge chasm in you because like, Oh, fuck, I don't get parents. Now, that's not you now, that's your child saying, fuck, I don't get parents, and that there's something wrong. So it takes a while for your whole body to readjust and to say, it's for all the dust, you know, it's like a whole, you know, it's like a whole city collapsing. It's slowly collapsing. And you're getting more information when you're coming back and you're seeing more and you're releasing more feelings. And it's a whole, you know, a whole thing until you're finally that the ground has settled. For me, it was, I said it was about five years. You know, accepting it, letting it in, having all the downloads, getting the energy out of me that refused it. It took a long time. It's three retreats in, yeah. So, because I was so fully armored for not seeing it. The cover-up was massive. The refusal of it, the, the having, it really is trying to make a monkey into a palm tree like they are a monkey but I am seeing a palm tree no matter what happens I have to see the palm tree I cannot see the monkey right basically how it's working so you're really fighting against yourself because you've built the empire on the sewer and now you have to collapse the empire on the sewer you have to see the sewer it's very difficult you spend a lot of time building that empire, right? So it's, like, it's, almost, it's almost like you're in a war against yourself, right? It's an act of self-destruction. Because if I see this, I'm no longer that same person and they are no longer what I saw, then I get zilch. You get yourself, but you don't know that at the time, right? It's a sewer. I built an empire on it. I made it into an empire, not a sewer. And I built myself according to the empire that I built around them. So it's a double whammy, right? Now the medicine is saying, hey, listen, the sewers, yeah, here's a sewer. And you're like, fuck, you're reliving that sewer. And so all your empire now is collapsing. You have to see the sewer. And then at the same time that your empire is collapsing that you built, you that were built as part of the empire, also collapse. So all of it is being taken down. And you are showing up because you're saying, no, it's a sewer, it's not an empire. And it's not the person I built in response to that empire. It means they get nothing. Well, there was nothing in the first place, but you were a brilliant creator of nothing, right? <laughs> you were brilliant. To survive, your mechanism was to right, create whatever needs to be created. I mean, think of it. 
You could also be under a bridge with a heroin needle. That would be much worse. So, you know, just deconstructing it, you know, is a pretty big act, right? We have to be thankful for the, the places you didn't get to. And if you did end up, you know, under a bridge with a heroin needle, well, that's just another hurdle back, right? The hurdles back are can be, you know, my thing was I'm going to recreate this thing and make it what it isn't. The heroin is like, I don't want to see this at all. So the wake up from the heroin, you know, might be much worse. I don't know. It's all bad. Regardless, it's all shit. So what you're doing is you're collapsing the construction of you according to the cover up you have of them and getting to who they truly were and are. Right? And that all comes, you know, it comes loaded with emotions, with feelings. So now, even though you've been in the ceremony, even though you've seen everything, you're still like, you know, I'm sure of, you're still collapsing. You're still scrubbing out that version of them you created, right? You're still like, I don't know. You don't still don't want to let go. It's not that easy. Even though you know it, you're still trying to make excuses. Your whole being doesn't want to let go completely so it's baby steps you know so have patience because it's baby steps right you're going to keep trying to look even though perhaps 50% of them is uncovered you want to keep like little bits of them and it's like no these bonds are huge where you build where you bond you build it's the first code so to get out completely and be your own person it's, it's it takes a while because you're still that little child that wants its mum. And there is no mum. There never was a mum. There wasn't a dad, there was no, there was no one. But you don't know that, right? Um, and you don't trust, you know, you, it's difficult to trust yourself entirely if you don't have some kind of reflection. But the medicine comes in to give you that as you're collapsing. So the whole thing is quite messy. It's not like one, two, three. It's messy, it's back and forth. It's like birth and death, it's messy right? It doesn't all come out at once. It's like bits of things and right? And then if there's another piece, well, God forbid, you know, I hope you're not in that situation. I am. So now I have to deal with another, a bigger force, which is a virus, which is some technological crap thing that's in me. So that was the pimp. So now I've got to deal with that piece, right? That also got seen in ceremony and stuff that I you know, bonded with it and what I'd done and blah, blah, blah. Now I have to, the second piece is, okay, now I have to dump this shit. Now I have no, with parents, it's one thing because you're really bonded with them and you see them, etc. With this thing, this virus, I couldn't see it. Um, I bonded with it, but it doesn't feel as, um, it was evil. My parents weren't evil. They were just ignorant and empty and vacant and they saw themselves in a situation they couldn't handle, whatever. They made decisions which are really bad. But they weren't evil, right? Vacant, yes, not evil. Uncaring, yes. Narcissistic, yes. But this is a whole other level. This thing now is evil. It's technologically advanced. It's some kind of reptile. I don't know what the fuck. It doesn't even matter what it is. It's just on a different level of of stickiness, right? It's like, ugh. now it's like, ugh. right? And there's also, if you're going through 
disconnecting from all the stuff, especially with parents, there's all the disappointment, the sadness, the mourning, they gave birth, you know, the whole, like, how could you do this? And, and again, whatever it is, is there's, there's a lot attached to it, right? There's the disappointment and the mourning and the sadness and the rage and the how could you and all of that stuff, right? And especially because you built this whole other story around them. You really, you know, had that interaction daily. You really tried to make it work. So there's all the loss of all the fixing and the negotiating and everything that you did to try to, you know, kind of keep this thing alive. It's like keeping a dead person alive, right? It, every day you're resuscitating. Every day you're building that sandcastle on the edge of the ocean. And every day the wave comes and smashes it down. It's like, and every day you're rebuilding. You've got to make this fucking thing work, even though it's all wrong and it's the wrong shape and it's just wrong, wrong, wrong. Here you are desperately like, you know, like digging your way to Australia to make it work. So all of that is extraordinarily sad and disappointing and it's very difficult. This next piece, which is evil, it's intention. These people were caught in a pickle and they couldn't figure it out, but it's all wrong anyway, right? But that you can have. The other thing is evil. It's pure evil. It's evil on another level. It's sort of, again, this advanced technology that's not from here that can shapeshift, that's just wants the destruction of nature. And it initiated all of this, by the way. It, it created the trap, the whole thing. This thing has a different collapse to it. Right? I can't see its face. I can just, it comes up through, through like an energy, right? Um, and I saw it in the ceremonies, I lived it. I lived in those underground, and I saw it on the throne. It was all disgusting. Um, but my my blackout is I can't see its its face. But it's a, it's a reptilian thing. It's a piece of evil. Um, although it looked like a human being, so you you sort of you get your power. I got my power back from the first piece, you know, by seeing it and you know going through the whole thing. So a lot of me was returned. And the, you, know, you get your power back as you go in, right? That's how it works. I go in, I surrender, I get through the resistances, I puke, power is returned. You, you, you are being returned because you've been re totally removed. Um, but, okay, so that, that, all of that power is given back to me. I'm no longer related to them, attached to them. I have all my power back. This is a different type of place. Right now... It's asking a whole other thing of me, which is much bigger than my relationship with my own family. Right? This is like a cage, but this is like now the dark against the light, right? Now it's like my light and your darkness. It's my soul against yours. And what's insane and, and really powerful is that just recently I really was feeling this enormous love for my little girl like I was she was with me I I fought the first fight right collapsed all that shit and I'd gotten a big piece of chunk of her back and now in this fight like I'm getting all of her back tough to explain I hope you can bear with me but it's like this piece of rot was really terrifying my little girl they terrified me because they were so unsafe, my own family, and so it's unstable and no money and this whole thing and this all this un lack of safety in childhood is the worst. 
because there's nothing you can do. You're a three-year-old, you're a four-year-old, and you're watching helplessly as this shit's going down, right? They don't have any money, they can't eat, they can't speak the language. But that's already like, phew. but now it's, this thing is, it's like you almost have to get, reveal more of your power to face this thing down. It's demanding that you ex- expose more of your power or you become more of your power as you face this thing down. Whatever it is that you have to face. And again, it could be anything, right? So so it's a different fight. <laughs> it's a different fight. It's a bigger fight. Because again, behind this, this thing is, this thing for me is holding me hostage. It's still holding a piece of me hostage. Which is why when I really connected to my little girl again, it was like, you know, I'm going to take you all home. I'm not stopping until every piece of you is home. Because still that, that piece of evil, there's a piece of that little girl that he's still holding hostage and terrifying, right? So you have to keep gathering moss. It's like you keep gathering power, right? The more you expose, the more you you show up to yourself, the more you're willing to go into these ceremonies and, and do that work and commit to this, the more power you're building up of yourself. And the more power the medicine is giving you, right? Because the medicine is saying, yay, let's do this, right? Let's go. We got past this, we got past that, now we're going to face this, right? And so what's interesting for me is that when I I'm feeling the transformation. I get vertigo, like I get dizzy and stuff, right? So your body begins to even adjust to like this new situation. But at the end, what you're taking back is that little innocent child, like that little tender, loving three, four-year-old. You want her home. You want him home. That's the win. The win is not covering it up or pretending strength or having, I I don't want to show up as anything but myself connected to my little girl. And if that's softness and sweetness and tenderness, so be it. That was what was wiped out. And in this case, in this sort of darker place of dark, of evil, all of this was done so that I would hate myself so that I would feel nothing but shame. You know, if you're abusing a little girl or a child, the child knows it's wrong, but it can do nothing. It's paralyzed in that place. If you're beating up a kid, if you're sexually abusing a kid, whatever you're you're rejecting it, you know, abandoning it, you are telling it it's crap. You are filling it with its self-hatred. You're saying you're not worthy. I'm gonna make you feel like shit. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. I'm gonna make you wrong right? That's what it's doing. So your little child is terrified of showing up as it truly is with its tenderness and sweetness. And what you're doing is the knight that's going in there is saying, fuck that. It's not you that's wrong. I I want my tenderness and my sweetness, which is why I I am. I'm not going to accept your projectile vomiting of your crap on me, whatever you did to me, you beat me up, you sexually abused me, whatever the fuck you did to me, it is not who I am. And I don't believe you. Right? That's when you're, 
it's almost like that child within you is like, oh, you really feel him or her. You've given up believing the lie, right? You've collapsed. For me, it was like I collapsed the whole lie about these people that I had to make up for them to exist. And now I have to collapse the shit that this evil did to me that made me feel bad about being who I was and wrong. Right? Now I'm going in against this piece of rot scum, right? That did all of this to ensure that I would absolutely hate myself and not connect to my tenderness and sweetness, but build a whole armor around it so I would never feel that little girl, right? But I'm all in, so, you know. So whatever the battle that's going on, you have to, again, get to the last stop. You have to keep going through the layers of refusal, the layers of where you had to cover up, the layer where that little boy, that little girl had to shut down. It's like, it's like the, you know, take the switch off, right? Exit, exit. It's like the, the breaker switch to your whole life. For me, it was just whoosh, in one shutdown, it was all gone. Everywhere I looked, it was just darkness, right? There was no safety, there was no one. So again, these you know, don't be fooled. I don't, you know, this is not the Western version of how we heal. It's not a pill and then it alleviates and then you, you know, you just make it disappear. No, you go right into the fire. You're right in that furnace. Even to get there is a huge thing. Then you got to go face whatever the fuck it is that you need to see in ceremony. Then you have to come back and have more of the shit come up and up. Because once you've opened the vault, it's just going to keep fucking coming out. The sewer will keep coming out. And then you will try to resist the sewer, like, oh, no, I still want my parents, oh, right? And you're still going to try to find a way to accommodate them because you still can't see. If you've been blinded, I was blinded for fucking 50, 60 years. You know, the blindness just doesn't go in one shot. It's a little slowly, but little by little by little. And then you're, you're like a drone. You're moving away from the site of the wound. It's like you get further and then you can see more. You can see them more and more clearly. You get to see the whole thing more and more clearly, right? So you, there's less and less attachment. The more, the further away, and it's painful to leave because you're like, oh, you know, you still want a piece of it and you get, then you get a little bit further and it's more painful and then it's more painful and then it's painful to leave, but then suddenly there's no pain anymore, right? It's like, you know, you're pulling out, you're pulling like a, a splinter in your foot. It's like little by, and it's really deeply in your senses, little by little, right? Until finally it's gone, it's out. The pain is gone. You're going to wrangle with it. You're going to wrestle with the leaving. Like, oh, I can't. Because I, a piece of you is still going, I want them to be. I want that to be like, what? You know. Until it's, and it's painful and it's difficult. And you're going to feel guilt and shame and all the stuff that they stuck on you so that you wouldn't leave. Right? So when you're finally like, you're pulled out, like the whole splinter is like, boom. Then that relationship is completely over. It takes a while. This takes a long time because you bonded there, you blinded there, you refused yourself there, you gave your whole life up for them there, right? So to turn around and say, my mother was involved in this, is like, no, right? But for whatever reason, you know, again, it wasn't, in, it wasn't intentional, no, right? It's difference between 
I'm an evil sod and I'm going to come and cut you up. And then, you know, this person is putting a gun to my head saying, listen, if I don't do this, right? It's a very different thing. It's still painful all round. You know, why were you so weak? Blah, 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 right? But the, the, the medicine gives you the whole picture. So for me, it was like, yeah, you know, this was a setup. This scumbag chose this situation for you. So it'd be trapped, trapped all the way around. They knew you were coming. Okay. So you ha- but you have to, you don't skip a beat. You don't skip a piece of this. You have to go through the whole thing. You have to totally heal in all of it. Right. You don't just get to like the end of the line by skipping 20 stuff. You have to like literally live through all of this. Right. And so what you're again, what you're getting to is your soul, the soul of that innocent child. Isn't it some biblical thing that, you know, you only enter heaven if you're a kid or something? I don't know. I never read that stuff anyway, whatever. But you have to get to all of it and ultimately and what I realized when I was just recently I was seeing my little, my little child I was like feeling so so connected to her and so loving and so motherly towards her it's like oh oh this piece of shitbag still had her hostage he was still this vermin this thing was still keeping that little munchkin hostage and now that I can really connect to her in this big way like a mum like I'm coming for you like it's a fucking you know superman I'm gonna fucking get you out of this place right you're in a bat you're in a war zone right um I was like I'm winning this fucking war I'm winning this cage fight I can feel her I can literally feel her within me right? That thing that was shut down, that was comatose, that was whatever, right? Disappeared. That's who you're looking for. You're looking to get your little munchkin back. You're looking to get your soul back. That belongs to you. That belongs to your light. That belongs to your happiness, to your joy, right? That's what was stolen by this scumbag basically this advanced virus shitbag. So I don't know how big your cage fight, or you perhaps you don't have one, but if you're going to the medicine, you're not going because you're having a good day. <laughs> but just, you know, you've got to understand the process of this thing, that it's, 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 it's a long process because imagine how long it took you to build you. Well, to dissolve you is, is literally rewiring you from top to bottom every single piece of you every cell in your body has to reorganize rearrange and re-engineer for the new information that's coming in or being actually information being taken out right you can't be it if you see it right i can't be the same if i've relived the conditions in that ceremony No one will be the same. They won't be the same. You won't be the same. It's a huge death. You have to accept that. You're actually dying. Everything that you built is being, is being collapsed. Right? The seeing requires death. The seeing requires collapse. The seeing requires the new 
rebuilding of you. Right? If I take, you know, if I've built a sculpture and I take pieces out of that sculpture, the whole thing is going to be, right, redone. It's like I spoke about the plastic bag. If I put, you know, a skateboard, a box, you know, three um, hairbrushes and a spike and a tractor trailer into a plastic bag, it's going to shape it in a particular way. When I take that stuff out, it's going to back, go back to its original self, right? It's original form. That's what you're looking to do. And in the original form, what I get to see is, oh, my soul was stolen, right, by this evil. My little girl was terrified. She could never show up as herself, right? Your child, your soul, your script cannot blossom because of all the darkness. It's terrified of, of showing up as itself. It's being told you can't show up as you. If you want to live, you need to show up as this. You need to be abused. You need to be hit. You need to be whatever. There's something wrong with you. Right? That's what a lot of parents do that to their kids. There's something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with anyone. We're no, nobody's born a sinner. We're all absolutely divine on arrival. That's it. Right? But now we're told, and then we don't show up. Your little soul goes, oh, shut down, comatose. And so in order for you never to show up, you need the bigger, you know, you big need bigger forces. In this case, you know, the whole fucking this evil scum, right? Not just, oh, I'm sold here, but oh, fuck, I've got this scumbag over here also shutting me down. It's like your little boy, little girl just sitting in the closet shivering, you know, terrified. It can't come out of the closet. It can't come into life. It can't show up. It's got all these forces that's refusing its, its, its existence. Right? So you're fighting your way back. You're fighting through all this collapse. It really is, you know, the quest for the Holy Grail. It's like you're on a crusade, you're on an odyssey, back through the darkness to retrieve your soul, to retrieve your little munchkin. And the plants are here to help you do that journey. In fact, no, I would never have done that journey without the plants. That's very clear to me. So, again, it's, it's not, uh, I go to aisle five, I find the medication and the pain goes away. <laughs> I wish it were that easy. Eight years later, I'm just like, okay, I'm finally getting to the last, hope to God, it's the last cage fight with this fucking thing, right? Because it buried me really deeply to ensure I would never, ever the fuck show up. Well, hello, hello, right? Oh, you fucking sure I'm going to show up, right? Right? You're giving me all these parents that are going to abuse it. Okay, all right. That's one fight. Now I've got to fight the, the real fight, right? And how you know you're winning is your reconnection to yourself, to your soul. It was such a beautiful feeling of like, oh, you're here now, Maria. Oh, I love you. Oh, I'm here for you, sweetheart. I came to get you, right? All of these people don't matter. Parents that were never parents, doesn't matter. You were really alone all the time. That's the truth. That's the real problem. You made up these people 
who you thought eventually would show up for your little girl, but they were never going to show up. Never. Again, first date, they're not nice. <laughs> it's over, right? They were never showing up. But my little girl in that little t- frozen, terrified place thought, you know, if I could just be what they want, they'll be, you know, they're never going to show up. Never going to show up. Right? So not only will they not show up, but now, fuck, I've got this other thing. That's also terrifying me. Well, they're not showing up, and this scumbag is certainly not showing up. So now you're, in, you're, you're really in a battle. But you become, what's so wonderful is that you become the mother, right? You become the whole family to yourself. You become the loving energy because you're not resisting any of this stuff. You're not trying to make everybody what they're not. You've given up. You've given up that. Now, instead of like thinking, oh, this person, if I just can make my parent that's not my parent into my parent, that somehow they're going to show up. Once you realize they're not, and then you go, oh, and this scumbag is also trying to stop me from arriving. Well, then who's the only person left? You. You become your parent. You become the love. You become the place where that little person, that little beautiful munchkin returns to. You. You become whole. You become the everything. You reconnect to nature, to everything. Because all of these were just, you know, obstacles to the reconnection to you. doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a, a, you know, physically violent person, psychologically, you know, they beat you, they hit you, they you know, stick you in some religious marinated crap thing or whatever it is, whatever the the potion they use, the tricks, it's all to stop you from connecting to you. It's like you're feeding all this shit, but you're refusing yourself. Once you realize like, oh, who you are is everything. I don't need those people over there, right? All this thing over here. And I can fight all of it. And you can. You can fight all of it. Because you can love. Because you love yourself. All of, you're doing all of this for yourself. You're not going to an ayahuasca ceremony for your neighbor. You're going to an ayahuasca ceremony for you, even though you don't really know it. And not for you. You're actually going in for that little munchkin. Who you know is trapped somewhere. I mean, you don't know it consciously. But somewhere in your system, you know that you have to go rescue them. You have to get them out. Again, all of this is pretty much not in your consciousness. You're going in because you're having anxiety or your work's not, whatever, you've got something going on. But what you're really going in to do is to rescue that little boy, that little girl, and to bring them home to reconnect, to integrate yourself, to make yourself whole, to belong to yourself again, to not be lost amidst all these weirdos who are supposedly your parents and whatever and weird reptilian dark things and shit and whatever, right? It's like they're literally like obstacles to yourself, to your light, to love. Yeah. So you'll know when you're close to land. You'll know when you're closer to home. 
when you begin to feel that little boy, that little girl inside of you again. And keep feeling them over and over. And you're not fighting with people who were never your parents, who you want them to be your parents, or, you know, reptilian, you know, viruses and shit that are, like, coming up through you, like... You're connecting home. You're becoming one. And all of this eventually dissolves. There, all these bonds and things, all these obstacles will dissolve. But you have to get through them first. And then you think, oh, there's never going to be a light at the end of this tunnel. But one of the things about the medicine that it does, it does give you inklings of the future. And I think she peppers like these ceremonies with little glimpses of what this will look like when it's done. Not big ones, but little ones. And she's always there, always, however long it takes, 50 years, 100 years, the medicine is always there, available to you, loving you. Even when things are tough, even when things are like, right? Everything is happening for your healing, everything. It may suck, it may feel like I'm lost, it may feel like, what the fuck is going? I'm six months into this thing. I've you know, barely done it, whatever. It's part of the journey. It's part of your healing. Be challenged. Be frustrated. Keep going. Bye.